Sweet Generation fam, this is Jane Sweet. Um, this is my continuing continuing run of uh, sort of uh, experimental podcast to get things going before I actually try and do this full time or something like that. Um, with me today, I've got um, a person who I don't actually really know that well in real <laughs> life. Who <laughs> her name is Anna. Hello. Hi. <laughs> Um, do you give out like your last name on the internet or do you, uh, do you go yeah, by? Yeah, I don't really care. No one knows how to pronounce or spell it anyway, so. Um, so you just want to go by Anna or? Um, Anna Bowett, yeah, whatever. Bower? Bowett. Like Bowett. Jack Bower, but Anna with Bowett. a T. Okay, okay. Mm. Well, see, I would have got that wrong. Yeah, everyone yeah. does. Um, uh, just to, I feel like I have to fill people in the context of, um, why she's here in the shed. Um, otherwise, any of the, none of this will make sense that we're going to talk about today. Um, uh, I sort of came across Anna at um, Pack Screen Workshops, which Anna runs, and um, I didn't really know her that well. But uh, uh, Annie gives out these contact lists that you give out, and um, uh, usually I get home from that when they give them out and try and add as many people from that as I can find on Facebook, so I can stalk them and. Um, yeah, that's the only use of Facebook, really. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, uh, so added Anna, and that's all very good. And uh, a couple of, I don't know, probably a few weeks, this is last year, a couple of few weeks or months later, I was uh, trying to find a way to link my internet blog to my Facebook account so it automatically updated and, uh, um, you know, went on there and it says, 10 of your friends are using this pr- application on Facebook. And I went on there, and I was like, oh, okay, I'll check this out. But then only one person was actually writing on their um, Facebook blog, and it was Anna, who was writing about her adventures in New York. Um, and not just like, hey, how's it going? I'm in New York. Woo-hoo. It was, <laughs> to my surprise, it was someone talking very passionately about Broadway theatre and doing going on an adventure. So, um... <laughs> I brought her on today to talk about that and uh, hopefully try and convince her to come on more podcasts and talk about her various interests in popular culture and whatnot. Um, but yeah, so Anna, what what was the deal with that? Um, basically, I went over there to do um, a music theatre course mm-hmm. and ended up staying there for three months and then got kicked out because my visa ran out. Oh, um, nice. But yeah... My entire time was spent going to classes and seeing shows. Mm-hmm. So was that the first time you've been over there? No, my third, but first time I've lived there. Oh, really? So how did you come to go there first time? Like just on holiday? Or? Um, yeah, I've always been an absolute music theater and theater in general, like fanatic. So, um. Yeah, it was just before year twelve, and my dad was like, "Well." You're gonna to have to get through this year. Yeah, this is gonna get you through it. So you keep in mind why you're doing this. Yeah. Um. So that was the first time we went, and then. So just sent you over there. Say, check this out. Yeah, yeah. But it's also been lucky because um, dad has to go over and work there sometimes. So mm-hmm. he was like, "Yeah, just come with me." They won't know. I'm like, okay. Yeah. So yeah. I see. Like he he could have gone business class, but you got two economies instead, or yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. And uh, so, um, uh, what, what, where did you start off? Like, why, why musical theatre or just theatre in general? Um, what takes your interest? 
What was your like first like? Oh my god, that looks cool. I don't know. I've always wanted to perform in some sort of medium since I can remember, um, and you know, of course, it varied as I was growing up, depending on what my interest was. So, during the Spice Girls years, I wanted to be a singer. Um, that kind I'll of tell thing. Tell you what I want, what I really, really yeah. want. Yeah, great role models as well. Mm. Um, and then it wasn't really till. So I had a friend go through Whopper Music Theatre about 10 years ago now mm-hmm. and he brought me along to see all his shows and then I saw one production they did of Andrew Lipper's Wild Party mm-hmm. and that was it. I was like, yep, that's what I want to do. And so since then, that's all I've been doing pretty much. Cool. So uh, uh, with the first time in New York, like, did you like set out like, hey, I'm going to go to every show that I can kind of thing or you just like um, had a taste for it, like just went to a couple of shows? first time I was there, I was there for 10 days. So, yeah, basically every possible time a show was on, I went to see a, sh- a show. So, um, yeah, there were matinees and night performances in one day and, yeah. Um, so basically, yeah, it was as much as I could. And then the last time I was there, um, I actually ran out of shows to go see <laughs> because I went to that many. Yeah, yeah. So. Which is interesting. That's <laughs> a good, probably a good problem to have, really. Yeah, I yeah. I um, my own experience is I I went to London for a couple of days and uh, I went to see Les Mis mm. and uh, I stayed in um, like a hotel on the the West End there. And to walk from my hotel to Les Mis, you go past like I mean, this is I mean, you hear about West End and you know Broadway, but I didn't realize how like close everything is yeah. together. You like walk past you know, Avenue Q and Phantom Opera, yeah. Lion King, just every, it's every couple of minutes is a theatre. It's what heaven to look like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. So, and then I'm like, man, I'm only here for like a day. So yeah. next time I'm like, next time I go, I'm going to um, go back and see a lot more stuff because you're like, oh, wow, wow, wow. Mm. Um, um, so I imagine, is, I've never been to New York. Is that what Broadway's kind of like? Is it? Yeah. Yeah. It's basically, if Times Square... And then that entire area is Broadway, so you have streets running off Times mm-hmm. Square on either side. And that goes through about a span of, I think it's classified 42nd Street to about 55th or something. Mm-hmm. That's classified as Broadway, so, yeah. Is that just like a name to give that area or is it like it just has some... Um, well, Broadway shows actually are classified... It's classified by um, the amount of seats in the theatre. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, can't remember what the cutoff is, but I think it's... Um, I don't want to put out some random number and people hear this and be like, that's wrong. But so if it's below that number, it's... It's off-Broadway. Off off-Broadway. And below that number is off-off-Broadway. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, did you go any off-off-Broadway shows? Um, not off-off. I went to off-Broadway, though. Mm. Is that like, is that, is, uh, is that kind of like, everyone's like, oh, who wants to see off-Broadway? I mean, we've got Broadway here, like, um, or, Yeah, I think that's a large part of the problem with, well, tourists in general. <laughs> like, they hear about certain shows, mm-hmm. and like Wicked or Phantom of the Opera, who, which have become very mainstream shows mm-hmm. without realising, even on Broadway, there yeah, are yeah. so many amazing shows that aren't bringing in audiences because 
like next to normal, for example, yeah, yeah, it sounds intense and it's brilliant, but people won't go see it because they're like, "Oh, shock therapy! Oh, why well, <laughs> don't want to see a musical about that?" I was. Um, I want to see a musical about witches. And, oh. <laughs> this is a really horrible confession, but the other day I was, um, uh, I got out Jersey Girl by um, Kevin Smith as a movie. Yeah. Because I had never seen it, and uh, you know it was meant to be like worst movie ever, and because it was just like jiggly. Um, yeah. or however you pronounce that other movie that uh, the Benefer was in. <laughs> and um, uh, it wasn't that good. But um, the girl in it was, uh, she had to do a musical theatre act and so her dad took her to one show that she wanted to see and she went and saw um, Sweeney Todd. And mm. she was like a five-year-old girl and she was like, oh, this is what I want to perform in class. So that was the big shock moment in that movie where she performed that in front of all her fellow students slitting people's throats. And, yeah. And See, I've actually done that yeah, in yeah. school before. <laughs> and uh, uh, what school was that? I went to John 23rd. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, um, I kept my drama teacher consistently amused by the ideas I brought to class based on various musicals. <laughs> I think I remember you saying in your blog that you um, consider yourself a bit of a freak of knowledge. Mm. Um, so is that kind of your obsession, like, I know... Yeah. Like some people know every single stat in football, but you know. Yeah. Um, um, it's not like I deliberately study <laughs> performance and yeah. shows and stuff. It's just, I just have a really bad memory for everything but learning lines, um, learning lyrics, and like Broadway knowledge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it just sticks. So. And so, how do you like uh, keep up with that? Cause did, you, did you grow up in Perth? Um, yeah. We're broadcasting from Perth here. Yeah, Australia's like yeah. pretty far away from everywhere. Yes, yes, it is. So how do you keep <laughs> with that? Just like internet, you like? Um, yeah, there are a few websites that. Um, there are more of the, or professional ones, um, such as Broadway.com, which has, mm-hmm. it does have like a, Broadway buzz section, but, the majority is for tourism purposes. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then there are other websites like BroadwayWorld.com, which has, um, just. Uh, stories of what's happening on Broadway and like chat forums which can be so bitchy um (laughs) (laughs) well that's what the internet's for really oh exactly and then there are just heaps of random websites like Broadway understudies and Mm -hmm. who's going on instead of who for a show oh really are they allowed to like I mean these days of like Twitter and that they allowed to like Twitter say hey I'm on tonight or is that bad because then that would decrease the audience because they're like oh the understudy's on tonight no um well the majority of Mainstream audiences wouldn't really have them they on Twitter know. anyway, yeah. so they wouldn't know till the show. But, yeah, they do just to let their friends know that, hey, I'm going on as Melchior for this performance or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so you went over there for last year to mm. study. What do you, what were you up to there? What was that deal? Um, the course. Yeah, yeah. It's, and how did you come across it? Like, what, what did you... Um, well, it's an idea I've had... Um, for a while now to go over and just do a summer course mm-hmm. thinking maybe one day I could actually go full time and do a music theatre course over there until I found out how much it costs. Um, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Um, I think I've looked up film schools in New York and it's oh. like $100,000 for a year or something. NYU is 58000 per year. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. I cried. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. But yeah, there were a few schools that did summer courses yeah, yeah. and cap 21 um the co- the school i went to um 
it's run as a full-time course through NYU, mm-hmm. but it's just also opened up its own, um, I think, two-year course. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they had a summer program, which, yeah, I decided to do, um, which I just, internet, Google. Googled, yeah. yeah. Um, which, yeah, it was an amazing find. It's, it's incredible. Um, I had teachers, like my acting teacher was... So Galahad and Spamalot. Oh yeah. When mm-hmm. he was teaching us, and um, another. And so he was performing. Yeah. While you were. Yeah. Oh really. He brought us um, backstage, and like, we rehearsed in his dressing room and stuff like that. So. Mm-hmm. That was pretty cool. So like, how, what was the teaching schedule? So how many shows do they do? Like, how does he fit time into um, teach? Broadway show schedule. There are eight shows per week. If I get that right. Yeah. Um. And so that's, generally speaking, it's Monday night is dark and then Tuesday, so it's Tuesday to Saturday night, including Wednesday, Saturday and Sunday matinees. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he would come in and teach us for two hours um, Tuesday and Thursday yeah. in the afternoon. And then, yeah, we could come and rehearse at the show in between matinee and night performances and get to meet other cast members and stuff. So did you, like, uh, have an apartment over there? Like, how do you... Um, I stayed in student housing Mm because it was during the summer break. Um, A lot of the universities put up their housing for, like, apprenticeships and interns and stuff who were coming to the city. So I stayed... um, There's one called Marymount, which was... 52nd Street between 2nd and 3rd. So it was about 20 to 30 minute walk to Broadway. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was... Was that near your school as well? Or? Um, it wasn't too far. It was about a 10 minute subway ride. Yeah. 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 But that's the great thing about Manhattan. It's so small. Yeah, yeah. You can just... I've managed to walk from one side of the island to the other. Yeah, yeah. It's awesome. I remember... Like um. Like, uh, the longest I've ever stayed anywhere outside of Perth is Paris. And the first few times in the way I just took the metro, I was like, oh, yeah, take the metro. And then, like, at one point, I'm like, oh, I'm going to have to save some money. <laughs> so I started walking. Then I realized, man, this place is only, like, you think you can get on the, go down the metro and you can go, do, 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 and you're, like, gone, like, 10 kilometers, but you've gone literally, like, 500 meters. Yeah. You come, I'm like, man, I could have walked that. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, uh, so, um. Like, what was the, like, the culture like over there, like, that you, like, were you staying with other students in your course kind of thing? Um, no, I was staying just with three other girls who, they were all there doing internships. Mm-hmm. Um, one was for a magazine, one was for a cosmetics company. Um, but yeah, it was very interesting in that respect. Like, it was, I was living with a girl who was British, but grown up in... I can't remember, it was Florida or something like mm-hmm. that. Um, and there was another girl who was from an island off Venezuela, mm-hmm. um, but an American citizen now. Um, and another girl who was just a valley girl. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it was very interesting, all these separate cultures coming together. And mm. yeah, it's weird just living with people you've never met before. Yeah, yeah. And just trusting that the situation will work <laughs> out. <laughs> I hope they don't have a dodgy history. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you, um, uh, 
did you like make friends with them or you just like you kind of like sick of them by the end? Um, we didn't really see each other that much. We all had pretty separate schedules. But the girl yeah. I was living with, um, like actually shared a room with, we became quite good friends. Yeah. Yeah. So I still keep in touch with her. Mm-hmm. It's Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> um, good old Facebook. Um, what was like your schedule for like the course you're doing? Like what kind of things were you doing in the course? Um, it was, uh, I can't remember if it was nine to six or 10 to six. One of those anyway. Um, generally in the mornings it would be either, um, three hours of ballet and jazz or, um, vocal tech and tap. And mm. then we'd have break. And then it would either be um, acting and music theatre scene study or um, business of theatre or um, music theory. Mm-hmm. I think that was about it. But and it was Were all those amazing. classes like one group going? Um, the dancing was split up according to levels. Yeah, you had to yeah. audition and they put you on levels. And then um, this is the vocal tech class. And the theory class, but otherwise we were put in. There were five groups. Yeah. yeah. Um, so how many people per group? Like, how big is this course? Um, we had about sixteen people in my group. Mm-hmm. And it was about the same, and there were five groups all up. So, no, that can't be right. There must have been more than that. <laughs> it was quite. Yeah, it was quite a few people that attended. I yeah, can't yeah. quite remember the numbers now. And you're there for six six weeks? Yeah, the course is six weeks. And yeah. then I stayed on until the end of my visa. Yeah, yeah. In York? Um, majority of the time. And then I went to visit friends up in Canada. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then travelled down to LA and Anaheim and San Francisco. Okay. And then got homesick and came back to New York. <laughs> oh, you came back to New York? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And where did you stay, like... With that, like, did you um, stay and get the same student accommodation kind of thing? No, no, this was quite an epic journey coming <laughs> back. Um, so one of the girls from the course, because a lot of them from were from outside of New York. Yeah. Um, but one of them had an apartment in New York, and she said I could stay with her. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I got back into the city, it was about 1 a.m., and she was currently in Europe. And oh. forgot to tell her roommate that I was going to be staying with them. So I couldn't get into the apartment. Scared the daylight out of this girl because some Australian girl was trying to get into the apartment at 1am. Bloody Australians. Yeah. And um, turns out they had to move out of the apartment in the next few days anyway because the original owners were coming back, mm-hmm. which this girl forgot to mention and didn't even know. Um so I had to go quickly find accommodation, ended up staying a night in Spanish Harlem, which oh. was probably one of the scariest nights I've ever had. <laughs> um, might not have to live up to the stereotype, but I, yeah, you could actually hear people like gunshots and stuff going off in the street and it was just <laughs> unsettling. Um, and then after that, I'm like, you look back on this stuff and think, how did I come out of this in one piece? But um, I ended up going to that website Craigslist oh, yeah. um, and found 
just a temporary apartment on Central Park with mm -hmm. um, a chef and his dog, and that actually turned out really well, surprisingly, considering how <laughs> dodgy that actually all was. So, what, like, what was your Craigslist experience? You're just like, I've never used this before, but I hear about yeah. it. Yeah, I've heard about it before, and like, you can get jobs through it and stuff. But then, when I got back to Australia about two months later, I heard that there was a Craigslist killer who was. <laughs> <laughs> hunting down girls for modelling jobs or something and then killing them. So, um, yeah, it was, it was a lucky you, break. And so you found a chef, so he had, like, his nice rack of knives just there. <laughs> shink, shink, shink. Yeah, I didn't really think about that. No, mm. it was. It turned out to be okay because um, his other roommate needed to go away for about a week Well, for mm. the time I was still there for. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it turned out really well. Um, So how far away was that? So you were there just to... Just to hang out in the city, or you would like more Broadway, more Broadway. Um, yeah, I think it was more for my own sense of mind, just to say goodbye. Yeah, because yeah. as weird as that sounds, saying goodbye to a city, but yeah, it was just an amazing time. Mm. And yeah, being back in Perth, I just really <laughs> want to get out again. Just nothing compares to that place. Yeah, yeah. So what? Um, um, what was um, what were your favorite like shows? Like talk about um, like the theatre shows that you like. Um, across this trip or in overall. That trip, if you want, yeah, or if you just have like specials. Um, yeah. I have yeah, I have a few favorite shows for different reasons. Um, Xanadu, I saw. A ridiculous amount of times um, on the, that trip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, just because it was, it's based on that Olivia Newton-John movie, but yeah. it just, it was a piss take of it. But it was so funny, yeah. and it's just, it's one of those because I have this thing where, I I always I love to look at the ensemble during shows, mm -hmm. and I can't stand it in any level of production if there are ensemble members just standing there watching the action happen yeah, yeah. and not making their own action. I it's just uh it yeah. And but with Xanadu, it was such a small cast and the theatre was so small and because I got student rush tickets every time I was sitting like first two rows each mm -hmm. time. Just watching each of the ensemble members like every time that was something new. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just so yeah. they stayed out on stage is like a, or yeah. is this just in general? Like, um, what for the show or? Uh, well, I mean, some theatre shows I've seen where like you know someone goes off stage but they just sit on to sit down on the ground. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, Xanadu was mainly like that. They had on stage seating mm -hmm. where the ensemble would sit sometimes as well. Um. But yeah, no, I don't mean like when they were supposed to be off stage. Yeah. And, but sitting on stage and doing stuff that's kind of distracting. But like, part of the entire scene. Yeah, like yeah. If it's a group scene and there are people just standing there not talking. Did you get a chance to talk to them? Any like, uh, did you go um, backstage or? Yeah, a friend of mine. Have Q and A's and stuff like that. I never went to one of those. Um, I've actually been pretty lucky. Um, the first time I went to New York, I was invited backstage to Don't Run Scoundrels. Mm -hmm. Um, by Greg Jabara. Um, and so I got to go backstage then and he showed me around and um, got to meet Norbert Leo Butts and John Lithgow and 
Joanna Gleason, um, which is probably my favorite memory in the world. Um, but then with Xanadu, my friend um, knew one of the ensemble members, mm-hmm. so and he told him about this little Australian girl who loves the show, and um, so he's like, "Yeah, bring her back." Um, so I got to go around backstage at Xanadu and just told us a few inside things and yeah, yeah, yeah. it's pretty cool are you always like uh what can i ask them like uh and then um or are you just like just absorbing it and you're like yeah i just it's quite o- overwhelming it sometimes because it's just like i've always dreamed of this and i'm well it's not quite mine yet but i'm here <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah just kind of take it in and if anything comes up i'll ask but yeah, generally I'm pretty shy as well, so I don't really. <laughs> um, uh, what uh, do you enjoy going to theatre, or you do just like the experience, or do you just sit there and go, "Oh, I wish I was on stage," kind of thing? Or um, that last one comes into a lot of shows I see, wishing yeah. I was up there. But a lot of it, I always find that you can learn by watching. Yeah, yeah. And just it's just interesting to see how different people approach a role. Say if I've seen a sh- this show before, yeah, yeah. it's with a different cast. Um, just seeing how different people approach it or... I don't know, it, it also depends a lot on on the show. Like if it's... Mm-hmm. Sometimes you just get so absorbed in the story and the acting, you just completely forget about... I don't know, I'm just trying to, I can't even think of the word right now, like, dissect their performance yeah, yeah. and the staging of it. Um, but yeah, other times it's just interesting to see, like with Chekhov or with Shakespeare, mm. how the director has approached the show and yeah, yeah. just how the actors deal with it. Just, yeah, I always find that fascinating. Mm. I um, When I was in Paris, I... I was going to, my initial idea was to come, um, I had like an apartment there and um, my initial idea was to take the train over to London to go see uh, the shows because that's, because I'm, I mean, out of context, that doesn't make much sense, but I was there two, tw- two times and I went there the first time, I was like, oh, i got to go back to London. And I was in Paris this other time, I'm like, oh, i got to go again. So I was going to take the train over. Then some of my friends who were in London were like, screw that, we're coming to visit you in um <laughs> Um, in Paris, that who I was meant to be staying with, so they came over instead. I'm just like, well, okay, I have one condition: we, you guys, um, you have to be my date to the uh, theater. <laughs> so we went to the theater at the Louvre, like the main um, theater they have at the Louvre, mm. and um, of course, it's all in French, and um, it probably would have been a good idea to like at least read this synopsis before <laughs> we went, <laughs> they went in. But it was quite an interesting experience because you're sitting there going trying to work it out and I only know like 20 French words and like um, mm. I thought it was this big like um, uh, this big sort of drama sort of sex and city thing where everyone's you know <laughs> you know sort of on the slide between each other and there's lots of stuff going on then at some point they start going ma mère ma frère ma soeur and I realised they're actually a, f- a family <laughs> and uh, I was like whoa <laughs> <laughs> so but that was a really interesting experience because you're just sitting there in this theatre with, like, full of people and you're, like, only put one of the only people that probably doesn't know what's going on. Yeah. And you do start to notice, like, um, 
you know, all the little things because you can't understand what it's saying. Mm. So you start to notice the performances and you're trying to read what, what does this mean? And, yeah. And um, stuff like that. Yeah, I've, I've, I don't think I've, oh, I've never been into a show that's been completely in another language and I yeah. haven't known what was going on beforehand. But I love, like, sh- seeing Shakespeare and done in a different language yeah, yeah. is so interesting. <laughs> it's, um, oh, it's incredible. I always um, find that sometimes either if, like, I've been to a few different Shakespeare productions and if I lose my place, I have no idea what's going on. So <laughs> it's kind of... Um, um, and But at least, like, the Shakespeare plays, I usually know... I've either read them or I have know the story to them mm. and I can keep up with... Uh, yeah, um, I find, um, though, like, even if you do get lost in the text, the themes are so universal. It's just kind of yeah. like, oh, I know what's going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been there. <laughs> um. So, uh, uh, with the uh, going back to your your course, was that all leading up to like a show? Like, did you do public shows, or were you just performing um, for each other, kind of thing? Yeah, it was just for each other. We had a bunch of assessments that we had to do mm. um, within the classes. With the dancing, it was just more improving technique than a final performance. But um, yeah, in acting, we had two scenes that we had to do over the six weeks and music scene study we did Rodgers and Hammerstein in the first half and then mm. a contemporary the second half and then vocal performance was another class we had um we just got new assessments each week um it's how we delivered a song and how we painted the text and all that kind of stuff mm. so how does um all that uh how do you what what's the status now of the world of Anna, like, you're back in Perth. Yeah, hopefully what it's are you doing? temporary. Um, basically, I'm just trying to gear up for drama school auditions now. Yeah. Um, with backup plans in place in case, um, all of which none of them lead to me staying here. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's... The goal is just trying to focus on next year now and figure out what I'm going to do and how I'm going to get the next step done. Um, but yeah, this year has just been a lot about, I've done a couple of shows. I did The Wedding Singer with Mesh. Oh yeah, I saw that. Um, yeah? I, did, well, I didn't, sorry, I didn't see that. Oh, I saw okay, it was yeah, on. Yeah. I actually tried to get tickets to that. Me and my yeah. friend were in Subiaco and like, everyone's like, oh, there's a wedding singer around. We're like, we're not, but it was sold out or. Yeah, we sold out every show. Oh wow. Um, it got really good feedback. Um, and then I did another show for UDS. So what, sorry, tell me about the wedding scene. What is that? Is that related to the movie? Yeah, I, presu- I assume that was. The yeah, case, yeah, it's um, it's based on the movie. Just it even has a couple of Adam Sandler songs in it. Um, mm. oh, so it's just completely your own musical. You know, just like singing the eighties songs. That yeah, no, it's it's original musical. Oh wow. Um, yeah, it's so much fun. <laughs> it's yeah. Ridiculous. And what what were you playing? Um, Can I relate from the movie? Do I know? I was what they call a featured performer, um, which is basically ensemble with mm-hmm. roles um, and singing parts. Um, but there are a few characters from the movie. Probably the only one that was in the movie was Sideburns Lady. Oh yeah. At the wedding, which is probably my favourite thing <laughs> ever to play. <laughs> so does that involve getting sideburns? 
they were quite impressive. So, who, <laughs> sorry, who put the show on? Um, Mesh. They're part of WA yeah. Stage School. Okay, cool. cool. Yeah, they're doing um, "You're a Good Man, Charlie Brown" next. So. Oh yeah. Is that where is that going to be? I think at Subi again. Yeah. I think. I'm not too sure. And you and what other shows have you been doing? Um. Yeah. This one for UDS at UWA. Mm-hmm. Um. Called Ask Kings, which is an original script by one of the guys in the play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which was so that was a play, not a musical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, now I remember <laughs> this is a random thing. I remember you were on the Ellen show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Going back to being in America, what yeah. was that? What was that? Um, it wasn't anything really. It was just my friend and I, um, went and did the Warner Brothers VIP studio tour, mm-hmm. and our cart ended up being hijacked by Ellen. And she took us around the studio and did this bit for her show. And then she ran off and we had to do about two more hours of reshoots. Oh, really? <laughs> with no pay. And it was my friend and I had just done this kids' show together. And they were like, oh, you finally get to know what it's like to be in the TV show. And we're sitting there going, yeah, we know. And we got paid for it last time. <laughs> um, what are we going to get for this? So what exactly did they reshoot? Just so the first time angles. she came out, it was spontaneous. But yeah, then... we had no idea. Um, it was just reshoots of different. Did she have angles. anything informative to tell you, like uh, on the tour, or no? It was just like That's the five thing. seconds of. No, she she took the cart for about ten minutes. <laughs> yeah. But we actually missed out on doing the proper studio tour. And they never let you go and do it again. No, like oh, they no. didn't know how much we'd actually been on when they got back to us. And so they were about to take us out at the end and we're driving through all these, like, on the lot sets. And yeah. I'm like, well, what was this used in? They're like, oh, haven't you done this? <laughs> like, no. No, we got hijacked by Ellen. <laughs> um, yeah, so we actually got the bum end of the deal, pretty much. Bitch. <laughs> it was interesting. <laughs> and so the reshoots were just, like, driving around certain parts with her, not in the car, but just... Yeah, different camera angles. So they could and, like, do, like... our reaction shots. <laughs> It so different fake reactions. Oh, it's all. Yeah, yeah. It was by the end of it. My friend and I were sitting there, just going, "No, nah, <laughs> I'm not going to do this." I have to try and see if I can find. I remember the. Uh, I found the YouTube video, but I have to try and yeah. put it up so I can link to it so people can actually see what's. No, there's no need. <laughs> there's no need for that. Ah <laughs> uh, well, at least you got to be on TV and. Uh, yeah. Uh, do some <laughs> interesting stuff. Um. So. Uh, you were saying, like, next year, what are you going on to uh, auditioning for drama schools? What mm. kind of stuff is that? What is, like, um, is that in New York or in America or well, Sydney? Well, first option would be, the easiest thing would be to stay here and try for WAPA. Yeah. Um, but if that fails, or and NIDA, but if that fails, um, there are a few other drama schools in Sydney. Mm-hmm. Um I came up with these plans, but then, ironically, the third option is a couple of the smaller drama courses in New York, yeah, yeah. which is actually my favourite option, so not really too upset if the others fall through. <laughs> so what was it you, you said you... Um, how was it about getting a visa? Like, how hard is it to get a visa to get? Um, to get a travelling visa is easy. Um, and you can do the courses on the, that. Yeah, visa, yeah, because it was I wasn't working and it 
didn't exceed the the three month limit. Mm-hmm. Um, except the thing with that is, if you're traveling interstate, they treat you like a terrorist no matter what. Oh, really? Um, I look quite young. Yeah, I look like I'm about twelve. So you 12 probably are a terrorist. Yeah, I yeah, it was ridiculous. Um, meanwhile, I think an American with a firearm could probably board a plane with you know yeah. being undetected. Um, but to get, I think to get a student visa, you have to go and audition for the course and then be accepted and then come back to your own country and then go to um, American consulate, put your forms in, put the letter of acceptance in, and then you'll get your visa. So you have to actually come back. It's an expensive exercise, but to get permanent residency, it's like glanning blood from a stone pretty much. Mm. Um, I actually met with... Um, an Australian director who's now living in LA and he was telling me his inter- he got an entertainment lawyer to get um, his permanent visa um, but she was telling him that there was a woman who'd been living in the States I don't know how long she got married, she had kids she had her own business there mm. and then she went back to Australia because her dad was very ill Mm-hmm. and then tried to get back into the country and they're like, no, you can't get in. And she's like, well, my entire life is set up here. Oh my God. And it took about, I think, a year or two for her to actually get back. Mm. And that's, she'd been living there for a good 10 years. That is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't surprise me because my, like, uh, my auntie is French and um, that was one of the reasons why I was over in France. And... Um, uh, you know, she now is married. She's moved here with my uncle, and um, they have a baby, and they've been married what, two or three years now. And um, she still has to reapply every year for a new visa, and they don't just automatically review it. They're like, she always has to get worried each year that they're <laughs> gonna like not let her stay, which is just it's crazy. Like ridiculous. There, I mean, there's a lot of people that should, you know, I'm sure they put pressure on for reasons, but this is not someone who's not gonna mm. like. It's not taking advantage of our country or anything. Yeah. (laughs) Actually, my friend um, who I work with, she's Canadian. She's just been deported. Um, (laughs) They're not renewing her visa. So, (laughs) and she's got a boyfriend here now. She's got an apartment. Oh, yeah. That's it. (laughs) Yeah, I have a uh, Canadian friend. He had the same problem. And, like, after high school, like, he was allowed to stay here during high school. And then, um, even though his family, like, were kicked out. And then... um, but then after high school, he's like he moved in with his Australian girlfriend, and but then he wasn't allowed to. He was only allowed to have a, a job for three months at a time. They had to get a new job, and then eventually, <laughs> they're like, "No, nah, got to go." And so that relationship lasts because she went over back over with him, and then um, until her visa ran out, and she came back, and they were both stuck for like a year. And then he came back, and they're like, "I think this is done." And then <laughs> after all that, but um, it's just stupid. It's crazy. It's, it's not like the movies. God. You know, you hear that see the movies and it's like, oh, you go yeah. to the season, fall in love. I wish it was more like that. <laughs> <laughs> no. um, uh, yeah, so um, uh, do you, are you going to try and do that? Like go while you're over there next time, audition for like a multi-year course or? Yeah. Um, yeah. And try and get a student visa. Yeah, student visas will be easy to get once you get in it it's just after your course is done you kind of have to rethink your <laughs> plan of action 
Can you try and marry an American guy? Yeah, yeah old American guy. I think that's the way to go. <laughs> maybe, maybe you could, like, because um, they have lots of issues with gay marriage, you can marry a gay guy and then he can go <laughs> have his partner and, you know, have this. That's a, yeah, no, that's, that's another whole, option um, I was thinking of. Is it uh, Chuck and Larry thing? <laughs> yeah, I refuse to see that movie, but I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. No, I haven't seen it, so I think I've absolutely got that wrong because I think it was two guys getting married, but um, the opposite of what I'm talking about. But anyway, <laughs> I remember they had the trailer had um, the girl from Seven Heaven walking around half naked. But um, oh, of course, of course. Um, yeah. So, well, thanks for coming on. Thank um, you for having me. I'm hopefully gonna get you back. Maybe you come back and talk about just theater in general. Yeah. Um, for uh. We're trying to get a theatre podcast started here. And um, uh, now I always ask this, but not a lot of people do this, but how do you find, how do people find you on the internet if they want to stalk you? Um. <laughs> or if they just like, oh, she's passionate about theatre, maybe we should get her into my show. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to set up a proper blog, I guess, um, about not just theatre, but just general Okay, it's about theatre and working <laughs> on shows and shows I've seen and all that kind of stuff. Um, mm-hmm. So I'll get that up and send you a link because mm-hmm. it's currently non-existent. Um, Do you Twitter? Yeah, I also Twitter. Um, I think my name is Darcy W. Darcy W. Yeah. Old Where Twitter. does that come from? Um, I have no idea. Oh, I okay. made it up sometime during high school and... But yeah, why not? <laughs> oh, so that's like your your little name. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I remember my name was Thomas, and everyone was like, "What? Who's Thomas?" <laughs> and because uh, everyone else was like Surfer Girl, eighteen ninety six, and you know, super cool guy, twenty one, no. and I See, was like, "It's a simple Thomas." So you grow up and you look back at those names and you just think, "Why did I do that?" But then with actual names, it's just like, "Yeah, it's my alter ego." Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, thanks for coming on. <laughs> Thank you. Um, we'll put some uh, notes up on the blog if you want to um, talk, see what else she's been up to. And uh, I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. You can find the uh, Jimmerish FM website at fm.jimmerish.com. <laughs>